All right, before you listen to this podcast, get up, stretch, do a few jumping jacks, run around your desk, get the blood flowing so it gets in deep, all right? Because I know a lot of podcasts out there, they start with the slow music and they start with a calm voice, and this is not going to be one of them. So I want you to get going, get jumping, get running, and I'll come back. I'm going to pause right here. Ready? Pause. Okay, I'm starting again, so I'm assuming you've already done your jumping jacks. I'm going to count to three, and you can shout out with me. Welcome back to Turkey Cross. Now, are you ready? One, two, three. Welcome, Welcome back, back to Turkey, Turkey. Welcome back to Turkey Crossing, everyone. This is a podcast that's not going to focus on technology content or tips for your classroom management. This is a podcast that's going to focus on getting you to connect with your kids, to get into the minds of your kids. And each show is going to give you one, one, one thing that's going to help you to establish a better relationship with your kid. This is Paul Bogish, and I'm glad that you've come back for show number two, or if this is your first one, thanks for stopping by for the first time. Hopefully each show is going to give you one thing that you can do. One thing that you can do immediately, tomorrow, in the next 10 minutes, that's going to improve the classroom environment and the relationship that you have with your kids. So sit back, enjoy, and hey, after you've listened to what I've said, give it a test, would you? So what do your kids whisper? That's right. What do your kids whisper to you? I stand every morning in the hallway, my little uh, position, and my, uh, you, know, you can put, practically put a piece of tape on the ground, and that's where I'll be every single morning outside my door, greeting all the kids as they come in and out. And you know, I'm sure a lot of teachers do that. Not a lot of teachers on my floor do that, and many days I'm the only one that I could see as far down the hallway as my eyes can go. But every morning I stand in the hallway and I listen to their feet, their shoulders, whether or not they say hello first to me their tone of voice, and most importantly, their eyes. Usually what they say the loudest is the least important. It's, it's very rare that I've ever had a student scream for help. Normally, any plea for assistance is almost silence. And if you're not quiet, you'll never hear their whispers. You know, too many teachers are talk, 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 talking nonstop, or you see the kid and it's just nonstop blabbing, and you know, the kid's not going to be willing to share anything. And so I think we all need to pause a bit, be quiet, and listen to their whispers. Before every oral presentation, I have my kids freeze, especially in the beginning of the year. And towards the end of the year, not so much. But before every oral presentation, the beginning of the year, I tell everyone, all right, freeze. And we read their bodies. I can almost give every single person a grade right then and there and be accurate about 90% of the time. Whose legs are crossed, whose arms are crossed, who's got both of them crossed, where are they looking? Those are all whispers. Now, the other day I asked a question to the class, and I actually, I had about 21 kids in the room. I had 14 kids that literally, their eyes turned away and down to the ground. And so before we even answered the question, we kind of discussed that. Like, you know, why were 14 kids afraid to answer that question? And sometimes you have to ignore the normal signs of communication that we're all accustomed to getting our messages from. Smiles are sometimes frowns. And questions aren't always looking for answers. Bright clothes are often hiding some dark moods. And the words of anger generally will be hiding a sadness. And expressions that push you away are done because they really want you close. And believe it or not, every time a kid asks to go to the lab, 
They don't actually have to pee. Sometimes I stop class when every single kid is sitting up looking forward and staring at me and ask them why no one's paying attention. You know, you ever you ever feel that where there's, you know, everyone looks like they're paying attention and everyone is nice and upright and their their faces are forward, but you know, all the minds are some, somewhere else. And generally when I do that, I find out that, you know, something happened in gym before class or something happened at lunch. There was a problem in the hallway and we stop and we talk about it. Otherwise, nothing we can do in class is going to stick. I could sit there for the next 50 minutes and go through the lesson and I can do the most wonderful thing. But if their mind is still focused on that previous event, they're not going to listen to me. And, you know, I think it goes both ways. Kids also hear our whispers. What we don't say is a lot more powerful than our words. They know what we're really saying, despite the words they hear. You can often tell if a teacher listens to a student's whispers based on how they describe a kid. I mean, we've all heard this statement. He's not working up to his potential. He just sits there in class and doesn't ask any questions or come back for extra help. She doesn't try. She comes in every day with a poor attitude. All those sentences indicate that the loudest actions and words are being heard, but the whispers are not. And I'll, I'll be very honest and say that I did not always listen to the the whispers and if i could write this out for you every time i'd say whispers you'd see little quotes around the word and so uh you know every time i say that picture those quotes but i didn't always listen to whispers i i I truly didn't in fact it was for about 10 years i was kind of a struggling confused traditional teacher i knew i was missing something but I, i just couldn't figure it out I knew that you know bringing in a good sense of humor was important, but it, it just wasn't enough. I knew that creating engaging lessons was important, but not enough. And I knew that talking to kids about life was important, but somehow that wasn't enough. And you know, I just I never listened to their whispers. And it was I can still remember this very clearly. It was one night I received a phone call uh, from one of, from my principal telling me that one of my students had committed suicide, and I just all night long I thought to myself what did I miss what did I miss and you know I had missed all of her whispers every single one and it was on that night that I really knew what I was missing you know Christina's suicide was it was probably one of the most single most influential events in my life it really opened my eyes to this entire spectrum of communication that I had previously missed. And I know at some point, you know, somebody might have made it this far in this podcast and think this is an absolutely an insane concept and it's really not important that you are there to deliver the curriculum and you are there to mark down their test scores and to make sure that they're meeting the proper uh, whatever test scores your your school has to make that they are they are meeting those Sorry, I lost my train of thought that they're meeting those scores. But, you know, even if that is your focus, even if the only purpose in your life is to make sure that you deliver content, I still think if you pay attention to those whispers, again, in quotes, that, you know, you're going to get more content into them. You're going to get more, better, higher test scores if that's what you're looking for. And, you know, after after that that suicide on my team um you know i went into an intense period of reflection uh intense period of replaying student behaviors in my head over and over again to figure out what i had missed not just with her but with other kids 
And this actually led to a whole new set of problems. I was totally getting overloaded whenever I was trying to teach because now all I was hearing was whispers. You know, 13 olds might be loud, but they're also whisper non-stop, non-stop. My kids are so hyped up on their hormones and all of the relationships that are spinning around in their head, whether it's the getting to the point in their life where they are ready to rebel against parents, they're ready to rebel against friends, they're ready to, who's going to love this person and not love me? And all those relationships are going around. Uh, the relationship with their teachers are complex. And trying to read all these whispers was, uh, it was tiring, very tiring. And so I, I started to do a, one thing that I think really helped me out a lot. Um, I realized that my, my class routine had to change, that I had to turn their whispers into normal voices. I had to allow them to, 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 to voice what they'd previously only been able to whisper to me. And one of the things I did is every single Monday when the kids sit in, I'm sorry, every single Monday when the kids come in, we sit down and we do what we call a, is we do what's called a, how was your weekend? And every kid shares something they did over the weekend. And kids can ask other students to elaborate if they choose. Um, sometimes it's quick. I, I will admit that this week we're working on a project. And so it was kind of a, a hyper quick sort of, how was your weekend? Each kid went around and shared one single thing really quick. Uh, no one really expanded on it. On other weeks where it's slower, we could take a 15, 20-minute chunk out of class and, and talk about everyone's weekend. And that's a time where it ends up being more than just a kid's weekend. Um, you know, you get to see w what the kid is feeling. You can read their body and know whether their weekend was really good or whether they had a lot of problems that are going to get in, in the way of their learning for the week. Um, if you have a good relationship with your, your kids, you're going to find out their joys, you know, who had a, a new baby in the family, who is going on vacation to some exotic location, or who's been kicked out of their house, or whose grandmother or grandfather has died, who's having a problem with their brother and sister. And so that one thing that I've added has really made an, an incredible difference, uh, I think, to my classroom's environment. Besides Mondays, I generally also start off class with what was kind of nicknamed in the beginning, bits of business. I might share a story about me. Uh, I was ended up with a relative in the emergency room the other day, if you heard my podcast number one. And so I'd, I'd share that with the kids. Um, we chat about something that's going on in school, uh, something that is going on in the world. Uh, us kids can bring up an extra story. And I think if you were a visitor in the room, and especially if you're somewhat of a traditional teacher, I think you'd look at this as a great waste of time. Uh, you know, if you have a 50-minute class and you spend five minutes and, oh my gosh, maybe even some days 10, talking about the kid's life and, and my life, you might say, geez, if you add that up over the course of the year, that's a lot of time that's been wasted. And the way that I look, look at it is that investment of five to 10 minutes at the beginning of each period makes the return on the final 45 minutes so much greater. It also allows me to get into the kid's head before we start. I know who's distracted by something, who's going to have trouble following directions, who might need a little extra help staying focused during group work. And we transition right from the little bits of business to the academic portion of the class. So I actually, I never have to ask for anyone's attention. I already have it. It's already there. They're with me. They're with me. 
and they're also all together on the same page. Um, they've been given an opportunity be, to be listened to. They know they've been heard, whether they speak out aloud or just give me a glance and whisper. So, hey, thank you for listening to Turkey Crossing. I appreciate that you've come back for the second episode, or maybe this is your first one. Please go out and check number one. And uh, if you can hear the whispers, please share what you're hearing. <laughs>